Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. On today, we're going to the New Testament. I feel like we almost never go to the New Testament, and I don't do that on purpose, but I go where the Lord leads me. <laughs> and today we're going to the New Testament. I think it's the only time this whole week. So we are looking at a passage in James. For many of you, it will be a very familiar passage in James. It's James chapter 1, verses 22 to 25. And so it reads as follows. Do not deceive yourselves by just listening to his word. Instead, put it into practice. Whoever listens to the word but does not put it into practice is like a man who looks in a mirror and sees himself as he is. He takes a good look at himself and then goes away and at once forgets what he looks like. But those who look closely into the perfect law that sets people free, who keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget it, but put it into practice, they will be blessed by God in what they do. Amen. So I want to focus on um, a couple things throughout these verses. Let's see. Starting in verse 22, do not be deceived. I mean, do not deceive yourselves by just listening to his word. I feel like a lot of times we trick ourselves because we do what's most comfortable and that's not always what is God's best for us. So um, yesterday I mentioned the importance of being together physically to worship God, that there's nothing wrong with participating in church from your home, but if you are able to be in a building with like-minded believers and to worship God together, that there's just power in being around one another physically. And I find that, I'll speak for myself, that when I do church online, a lot of times I am like listening to the sermon, but I'm not participating in the sermon. It's not really getting deep down within me. Um, and so it's really important for me and my personal growth with the Lord that I am in the building where it doesn't mean I can't be in the building and not participating either. I can be in the building and just kind of listening then too, but I'm more likely to be actively participating <laughs> because there are other people around. It's like, um, like I work out from home. I don't go to a gym. And lately I've been wondering if I were at a gym where people could see me, would I be working out harder? <laughs> and I want to say no, because I don't want to think that my workouts would be based upon like other people's opinions. Um, but the truth of the matter as a human being with flesh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I were in like a workout class or I was around other people that could see me, I might push a little harder or, you know, work a little longer. So I feel like it's like that when we worship God too, or when we um, get into God's word too, that for most of us, not all of us, but for most people, it's just part of human nature to work a little harder when other people are watching you. And that's normal. It's not anything wrong with that. I mean, in a perfect world, we would all know that God's always watching us and we'd push ourselves equally because it's God that's watching us. But if we were to be honest in our human frailty, the odds are more in favor of us pushing ourselves when there are other people around. So when James starts by saying, do not deceive yourselves by just listening to his word, instead put it into practice, he means that not only do we not um, just relax and listen without actively participating by thinking it through but he also means that we get up and we do something so when we hear a great sermon it's not enough to be like yes amen praise the lord all throughout the sermon it's not enough to take notes what it means to put it into practice is as you go throughout your next week to really focus on what 
did God say through that preacher or through that teacher, when it's a Bible study lesson <clears throat> or a podcast, what did God say that is helpful to apply not just in that moment while you're sitting there or standing there um, or walking or working out because a lot of people walk and work out while they listen to sermons and podcasts. Um, but what did God say that you can then apply to your life, not only to encourage yourself, but also to encourage others. So I'm going to pause and I'm going to have us just reflect on and think about what does it mean to put God's word into practice? And we'll be right back. Hopefully the time of reflection was helpful. When we think about putting God's word into practice, I think about how sometimes that helps us and sometimes that helps others. And there's power in putting God's word into practice. And so there's a lot working against us (laughs) to stop that from happening. So if you think about the enemy, if you think about Satan, he doesn't want us to put God's word into practice because that's when we grow in God. That's when others grow in God. That's when others come into relationship with God. So when um, James says, do not deceive yourselves, it's really important that we're not deceived Um, even by our own selves, we can be deceived and be like, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm paying attention. Yeah, I got that. When in reality, we walk away from it and we don't remember any of it. We don't apply any of it, which is why he uses this very practical comparison when he says, whoever listens to the word but does not put it into practice is like a man who looks in a mirror and sees himself as he is. He takes a good look at himself and then goes away and at once forgets what he looks like. But those who look closely into the perfect law that sets people free, who keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget it, but put it into practice, they will be blessed by God in what they do. There's so much that I love about this. And I want to just pause and think of the context of the times in which James was writing. He's really focused on this idea of listening because they didn't have Bibles like we have Bibles. There weren't Bibles like that you could hold in your hand. I want to say for over a thousand years. There's something in my brain and I should have totally looked this up before I started the podcast, but I didn't. So (laughs) there's something in my brain that seems to think that the first Bible, which I want to say was Tyndale, but I could be wrong about that too. But I seem to recall that it was in like the 1400s. And again, could be totally wrong about that too. Um, But my point is it definitely wasn't for over a thousand years. And so the only way people were really hearing God's word for the most part, I mean, the only way people were learning God's word for the most part was by hearing it. And so it wasn't like they could open it up and read it. There were no family Bibles. Um, you know, hundreds of years ago, everyone didn't have their own Bible. There was like a family Bible and at dinner or at a meal, they would sit down and someone would open that up, this big humongous family Bible, and someone would read from it and then they would discuss it. Um, But now we have the Bible everywhere. It's on our phones. It's on our iPads. You can get it online off any electronic device. We have Bibles that fit anywhere (laughs) in paper copy. And so there's no excuse not to be reading the Word of God. And yet James continues to refer to listening to the Word of God because it's important to recognize at the time that was the primary way of hearing any Word of God. Um, but also we do listen to the word of God when it's being preached or when it's being taught. And it's important that we are able to take the lessons that we're learning and use them to help others. I love what he says in verse 25 when he says, but those who look closely into the perfect law that sets people free, and that's Jesus Christ. Jesus is the perfect law that sets people free. 
Um, and then he goes on to say, who keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget it, but put it into practice. They will be blessed by God in what they do. And it's so important to recognize that God's not just rewarding us for what we're doing, but we're also, we're not just earning a blessing. We're also um, positioning ourselves to receive a blessing because it is a blessing to be helpful to other people. It helps you feel good, right? When you do something really sweet and kind and thoughtful for someone, it really does help you feel better about yourself. Um, And so I want to encourage you on today and every day moving forward, that you will um, think about ways that you can take the word of God and apply it in your life. Apply it to grow yourself um, so that you can be a kinder, more patient, more loving, gentle person. Um, And ways that you can apply it to be a blessing to others, ways that you can grow others and help others. So often when I'm talking to my middle school students, I find that the things I'm saying to them are just straight out of the Bible because it is a great moral compass for our lives and also the word of God is what sets us free, right? Knowing who Jesus is. And so um, it's important that we know the word of God and we know what the Bible says because of the amount of time we spend in it, the amount of time we spend listening to sermons or podcasts or reading books, but most importantly, spending time in the word of God itself. And so I pray that you will not be deceived. I pray that you will be rooted and grounded in God today and moving forward in every day. And I pray that you will take these words from James chapter 1 verses 22 through 25 and they will help you be mindful to stay on track and to use what you're learning from God's word to encourage others. I really wanted to get more into the part about Jesus being the perfect law that sets people free, but I'm trying to be mindful of our time. So that will just have to be a lesson that we talk about another day. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, we continue to look to you that we will not be deceived, Lord God, that we will not deceive ourselves, Lord God, that we will not be deceived by the enemy, Lord God, and that we will not be deceived by anyone who the enemy uses to distract or dismay us, Lord God, or or to deceive us. Lord, we pray that you will continue to fill us with your Holy Spirit, that we will be rooted and grounded in you, Lord God, that we will not be like that person that looks in the mirror and walks away and forgets what they even look like, Lord, but that we will be mindful of what your word says, Lord God, and of how you use different vessels to speak into our lives, Lord God. Help us to continue to be rooted and grounded in your holy word and help us to encourage others as we continue to live our holiest hot mess lives. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I pray as always that today has been a blessing to you. I pray that if you enjoyed this, if you found it helpful, that you will like it, that you will share it, that you will subscribe to it, that you will tell someone about it. (laughs) So more and more and more of us can continue to live our holiest hot mess lives. And I pray that you'll come back to get more tips and strategies. God bless you. Mm